everyone, it's Judy Warner. Welcome back to this week's Ecosystem Podcast. Today, we're talking about Signal Integrity 101. We're going back to the fundamentals, and who better to talk to that about other than Scott McMorrow of SamTech. I'm sure you know he's had over 30 years in the industry in signal integrity, and his colleague, Matt Burns, who is also a high-speed application and marketing specialist, and together they're going to talk and teach us about the current state of affairs with signal integrity and then tease up the signal integrity 101 series that they'll be coming out with. And I think you're really going to love it. And it's really going to be broken down into bite-sized pieces that I really think is going to help you up your game. Again, thanks for joining us. Now let's jump right into our conversation with Scott McMorrow and Matt Burns of SamTech. Hi, Scott. Hi, Matt. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're glad to have you on the Ecosystem Podcast. Hi, Judy. How are you? Always good to see you both, and I always learn a lot from both of you. So it's pretty exciting for me to have you both, and I think our audience is going to enjoy it. For those three people who may not know you, Scott, why don't you start off by introducing yourself and your background, and then Matt will go to you. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, my name is Scott McMorrow. I am a strategic technologist for SamTech. Um, I've been in the signal integrity industry for mm, oh, 30, oh, 30 plus years now, since the 90s. Um, there you go. Uh, Matt? Judy, nice to be with you. Scott, always a privilege to be with you as well, sir. Uh, I, I work in technical marketing here at SamTech. Uh, I originally was trained as an engineer, but I haven't been a real engineer for probably as long as Scott's been working professionally. Maybe not quite <laughs> that long. Sorry, Scott. But uh, I try to play an engineer on podcasts like this when we talk about technology. Uh, and we're really, all those bad jokes aside, we're really excited to be here with Scott and, and you, Judy, to talk about some of the cool things that we're doing to help educate the market on uh, challenges with Signal Integrity 101. Well, when I heard about the things you had on the horizon, I wanted to pull you guys in because I get calls weekly we need a signal integrity engineer. It's always signal integrity, right? And in the in the pool in which we all swim, of course, it's always a topic. Scott, you and I did a podcast, gosh, a few years ago now. Um, and you were telling me about the the amazing team SamTech has in-house. Can you two things? I want to talk about why is signal integrity seem like we're talking about it more and more. And what led us to be to this place where you guys are creating more content around the issue of signal integrity 101? Well, sure, sure. There's kind of three questions there. So yes. first, um, you know, signal integrity has sort of come to the, uh, to the forefront for one simple reason. As we go faster, more things break. The more things break, um, usually it has something to do, it often has something to do with signal integrity. Um, and so as a result, you, uh, you, you need signal integrity engineering and signal integ integrity engineers to solve those sorts of deep problems with products. Um, what I like to say is nobody, no company starts uh, performing, uh, doing, create, doing signal integrity engineering and developing a group of people to perform those analysis until stuff breaks. As soon as the product isn't working, 
and it becomes a signaling and it is a signaling problem then what happens is all stops are pulled and you bring in a team of professionals to do that whether it be consultants people from other companies uh your suppliers or your own in-house people that's that way it happened at intel it's the way it happened pretty much everywhere in the industry and until it was a problem it wasn't a problem and we didn't have signal integrity engineers well, it just Sam seems, mm, go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead, please. It's, I think that answers my question. I feel like because the speeds are going up, and Matt, just before DesignCon, you were in, I, talking about 224 gigs, and it's like, no wonder. I think there's a lot of stuff breaking <laughs> or trying to figure out how to make something go that isn't going now. So I, that sort of answers my question because, now do you think, this is sort of a, an aside question. I, I didn't float by you ahead of time, but do you think we're doing a good job in the industry letting universities know that this demand is growing and that this might be a good discipline to pursue? I think we're doing a better job. Um, mm -hmm. In the past, there were very few universities that had any specialties uh, in the area of signal integrity engineering. Um, but what has happened in the last, say, 10 years is that they have started, come to, uh, universities are actually creating curriculums around, uh, around the subject. And so at least up through the master's level, and there's some that offer PhD programs uh, that incorporate signal integrity practices in them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and maybe I could just add a, a, another angle there too, Judy, just to back up what Scott says. Uh, one of the things that Samtech's been really involved with is that a lot of undergraduate programs uh, in electrical engineering have senior capstone design projects. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and some of those programs are starting to have uh, a bent, I guess, towards signal integrity. Now, it's not to the mm. master's level and PhD level that most uh, OEM companies need, but at least it's starting to introduce the the the, uh, the concepts beyond a basic um, electromagnetics class at the undergraduate level. Uh, Samtech has been really focused on uh, trying to participate in those programs. So we, we've been working with such universities as Penn State, you know, Penn State University in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is obviously a, a big, uh, uh, mm -hmm. a big design center for the interconnect industry. It's often called the right. connector capital of the world. You know, we're working with University of South Carolina in Columbia, South Carolina. We've worked with uh, the University of uh, Colorado in Boulder uh, mm -hmm. on these capstone design projects, and it's really given Samtech and our our competitors, our frenemies, as well as the semiconductor companies, test and measurement companies, uh, the ability to really start to influence the next generation of engineers so that, like Scott said, when they come into the industry, there's at least a, a, a larger baseline uh, for some of the basics of signal integrity. Yeah, it just seems to me, at least from my seat in the house, that people, OEMs are always looking for more of that and more so in the last, say, five years um, than it just seems to be getting more and more demand instead of less. So it's really good to hear Samtech's doing that because I think that's where at least some of the solution will lie is yeah. um, connecting companies like Samtech to industries and, and letting them know what's happening in industry. Mm -hmm. um, so Matt, you had your, your hands on, I didn't know this earlier, but when COVID hit, um, you know, we all went home. <laughs> we all, started doing what, we, what we've been doing for the last two and a half years or almost three years, I guess now. And GeekSpeak was launched, which was an online digital education platform. And I remember just as an observer 
watching and consuming it just out of pure interest. And I'm like, what a great idea. And it seems like I got stood up really fast. That's how I got to know Scott McMorrow. And then I reached out to you guys to teach the audience about, man, this is really good content. And of course, Scott, with all your signal integrity knowledge, it's so, Matt, you had your fingers on the pulse. What, how did it get started? And then where are we today? And just give us the geek speak spiel. Yeah, I, I I appreciate you trying to give me credit for the launch of the of the idea of GeekSpeak, but honestly, that was Scott's idea. You know, I, I so I, I want to ah. make sure he gets the credit he deserves. Um, but you know, we found ourselves to you know it's probably the end of March, early of April of twenty when we're in the the depths of the or just I guess the ramping up of the of the COVID isolation, right? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> so Scott's like, hey, we've got this great opportunity. We've got this captive audience that mm. needs to keep their technologies up. And, you know, some of, we thought about trying to do something formal for like CEUs and things like that, but that just proved to be too much of a, of a, of a, of a workload. So right. uh, very quickly, you know, Scott, Istvan, Gus, some of our other SI uh, technology leaders, uh, and some of our up and coming SI, SI engineers as well, uh, we really were, were able to, to, to launch GeekSpeak and the reception was more than we could have anticipated. Uh, I, I, because we had so much content, we started with a. We were doing a biweekly cadence uh, for several months, and then we and out, out of the gate, you know, 75, 100, 150. I mean, some of the some of the geek speaks. I think we had north of 200 engineers speaking. So you know, we we got quick momentum. Uh, word on the street, you know, kind of got out, and we started attracting this this consistent following. Now, obviously, we couldn't keep up the cadence of uh, twice a month, so we kind of moved back to monthly and. And ever since probably, I think, uh, 22, early 22, last year and a half or so, we've been doing a monthly cadence. Um, and it's been working out really well. And, you know, Scott's mentioned this in some of his podcasts and in some of his uh, writings in the past. Samtech continues to make investments in expanding RSI capabilities to the not, I, I think the latest, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, I think we have over 80 SI specialists in it's, some form. Yeah, it's somewhere north of 80. Yeah, somewhere north of 80 internal to the company. So not only do we need to keep them sharp and helping to develop their skill sets with experts like Scott and Isfahan and Gus and, and Rich Mellitz, um, but that's all, GeekSpeak has also given them an opportunity to uh, uh, get better at presenting the technology, feeling more comfortable with the technology and, and, and taking answers in a, in a much more uh, open-ended, uh, uh, real-time uh, environment. Um, what's been really cool about it too is is that because we've been doing it for the better, better part of, you know, delivering these GeekSpeak webinar series for the better part of uh, three years, um, we've really diversified into a number of topics. So it sort of started out as a SI 101 educational tool, but we've been able to do deep dives on, you know, the the, the nuances of, of, of twin-axe cabling and how that affects, hmm. excuse me, system design, but also SI performance. Uh, you know, we have a, one of our specialists here at Samtech, Steve Cruzwick. He does a lot of, a lot of uh, work within the PCI SIG uh, community around developing next generation of PCI Express technology. And he's done two mm. or three webinars on some of the nuances of working with that, implementing that at PCI 4, PCI 5, PCI 6. Um, we've done some things around RF. Isvan is known for his his, his work on uh, uh, power integrity. So he's been able to give a number of presentations on that. So the, the nice thing is, is that, you know, great success, great following, great consistency over the last three plus years. And what we're 
we're finding out now is that we're in in the you know the, the, the second quarter of, of 23 is that there's almost a refocusing on SI 101. We've got all this master's level, maybe PhD level information that's available on GeekSpeak, but it's like you know what? Let's revisit some of these topics that we may have skipped over uh, to help mm. general problems. And this and this goes back to I think what you and I talked about on our last podcast, Judy, is that. Data centers bleeding edge, 220, you know, 112 for design and now 224 coming over right. the next couple of years. But when you look at other industries, 28 gigabit is bleeding edge. <laughs> right. 50, you know, yeah, 15 gigabit may be bleeding edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether that's industrial or embedded or, or medical or automotive or whatever. So the same, I kind of, this is maybe just my pea brain thinking, but I tend to think of, of data center being bleeding edge and then I'm the, you know, the embedded, which is a very loose term, you loosely defined term, the embedded ecosystem may be being a generation or two behind in terms mm-hmm. of uh, implementing those speeds. But that doesn't mean that, it, that that implementing all those SI characteristics, you know, making sure the signal is clean is easy. So we found, you know, the, the I'm, I'm getting a little long-winded as usual here, so I'll, I'll try to wrap up. <laughs> no, it's question. good stuff. But it, what we've seen is, okay, we used to have data center SI, a data center SI engineers or, or semiconductor SI engineers or test and measurement SI engineers. But now we're starting to see the SI engineers from medical or embedded or industrial or whatever, because, okay, they don't need to implement PCI 6 or PCI 7, but someone needs to implement PCI 3 or PCI 4. So we're, 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 we're definitely expanding our focus and trying to uh, support the needs that the industry has uh, across the application space. It always reminds me of of uh, John Wooden, the famous basketball coach. And it was all about the fundamentals. You know, he started teaching these seven foot giants right out of the bat, how to put their socks on and tie their shoes. So kind of what I hear you saying is you're you're going back to those fundamentals, right? Um, Because there's way more probably of those folks, you know, it's really easy to get focused on the ultra high speed stuff because that's the front end, but it, that makes a lot of sense to me. So Scott, over these last two or three years, and so sorry for trying to give Matt credit for your work. <laughs> I know you're doing all the hard work. It's, um, it's okay. <laughs> is So GeekSpeak, you're now going into your third year, you're pivoting a little bit, but what has been, again, and true, 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 um, I'm just a fan. I, I really found it. I liked it. And I wanted to talk about it and share it with engineering professionals that I know because I thought it was so good. And what has been the feedback over these three years? And then in regards to fundamentals, what would you like to see covered? Well, the feedback has been, you know, 99% positive. Um, any negative feedback is, oh, well, we slightly disagree with you on this, or, um, you know, we would like a little bit more information on that. But in general, it's been, uh, there's been a number of people that have come back and said, this is some of the best training they've ever had in mm. anywhere in the industry. Um, and we, um, and, 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 that was our that was our purpose was to create uh, training for everybody um, because none of this is easy. Uh, everybody needs to be brought up on different techniques. Even during the middle of a GeekSpeak presentation by my colleagues, I learn things. 
and that causes me to think about other things that are interesting. Um, and I'll go back and say, you know, back in the kind of the dawn of the microcomputer era, in the late 90s, um, Intel was having some problems with some market penetration on motherboards with chipsets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what they decided and that what they found was that part of the problem was the designers didn't know how to design this stuff in. They didn't understand some of the signal integrity principles and electrical principles that were involved. And they were much simpler back then. We're talking 90 megahertz processors mm-hmm. at the time. But that's when they started creating the uh, Intel yellow cover uh, design kits, right? The secret and top secret design kits that everybody around the world gets. Um, And what they did was to create a design kit that gave gave you the design, essentially. Um, And that's a good strategy as long as you don't want as your stat strategy assumes that you're always going to be able to give them the design. Samtech, um, oh, going on 20 years ago, we came up with the concept of final inch. The idea was to give people the final inch design for a connector. We said the connector does not end at the connector. It includes the print circuit board. What it's mounted on is all part of the connector system. So mm. let's give that to them. What we said with what I said with GeekSpeak uh, was, let's teach them how to do this. Let's give them all the first principles. Let's show them what can be done, and let's try to make the world uh, of engineers better engineers, better signal integrity engineers. And as a side effect, well, they might want to use our parts. Um, that would be a really nice thing. But we think that if we can float the entire industry up in capability, mm-hmm. we, we're all going to win. Um, and, and that was our, uh, that was our philosophy. Um, for this next, um, next realm of, um, of GeekSpeak, we're going to do two things. We're, we're going to continue presenting advanced information, but we're now also going to present SI-101 kind of information in a more advanced way. Um, we're going to talk about what, what are the principles involved, how do we apply them, and why are they important to you? Because the realization is just, became, just because you came out of college with a, a degree and you might have taken one or two classes in SI engineering, um, you don't know everything. Uh, you can't possibly. It's. I've been in the industry for uh, over 40 years, um, and I don't know everything. Um, we all learn from each other, and that's the whole mm-hmm. philosophy. And let's let's do some simpler things, but let's keep them at a uh, a high level so that um, in many cases we learned these things in college, uh, especially the newer people. But we didn't learn them at the level that we need as a practicing engineer. You know, we learned about transmission lines when we didn't know what a tra- when we didn't even know how to apply a transmission line. Mm-hmm. Um, we still suffer from the fundamental error of thinking of things like circuits. So everything that we, the idea of return current 
makes no sense <laughs> when you when when you learned you know when you when you created uh, the first circuit you you created in electrical engineering it was a battery right and a switch and maybe right. a capacitor right. well that's not a very interesting system and we're taught that the current flows in a, in a loop what we're not mm -hmm. taught at that time is that the current at the electromagnetic field actually travels as a wave mm -hmm. and the current is actually a result of the electromagnetic field um, and that's a little bit harder to grasp so we want to we want people to grasp kind of the next level um, fundamentals uh, because they're very powerful in application in further electrical engineering. And I love that you're giving people the knowledge and the principles because you're right. Theory and taking a couple classes and doing a simple capstone is not going to prepare you for the real world. And so I really appreciate that Samtech's investing in this way. Scott, Matt, both of you, what does Samtech do with 80 SI engineers, like what is their scope of work in addition to, because I know there's a lot of people presenting in Geek Speak, mm -hmm. but like what do they do on the day-to-day -day when they're not teaching other engineers? Like why is Samtech investing in this way? Oh, well, so we mostly just watch cat videos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you do up in Maine, Scott, right? That's what all the remote folks do, right? Well, that's those are, we, in Maine, we watch Maine Coon cat videos. Um, no. Um, well, so if we think about what, so you have to start with what Samtech makes. We have, um, in the area of what we would call high-performance products, we have board-to-board -board connectors. We have mm -hmm. uh, dozens of families of different board-to-board -board connectors. We have RF connectors. Uh, we have RF cables. We have flyover uh, interconnect with with twinx. Uh, we have power connectors, and just you know, I and I, I'm sure I've missed one there. Uh, but essentially, if you just take each one of those, we need a minimum or two or three uh, or three or four qualified engineers just to get these products out to help the mechanical designers design them and mm -hmm. to document them and provide uh, the, the, the original uh, collateral and documentation for customers. Then mm -hmm. alongside, we said, okay, we, uh, we have a frontline support department, uh, which is called FAST now, which I have no idea what that acronym means, but uh, it, um, but it's <laughs> but it's uh, and, fast. But and and that goes along with the um, Samtech um, sudden service. So mm -hmm. we are a we are a marketing service service oriented co uh, uh, company, and so we have a group of SI engineers that are simply de dedicated to frontline customer support, mm -hmm. and it's okay. everything like. Uh, I don't understand why my connector doesn't mount on my board correctly. I don't know how to interpret this drawing to, um, you know, how do I design 112 gigabit per second link with this connector? And I'm going to tie you up and, 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 and make you jump through a bunch of hoops in order to get it done. So there, just in that group, we have um, probably five 
and I don't, these aren't, you know, these are just off the top of my, my head, about five engineers that directly interface with the customers. Then alongside of that, we have our, um, our system engineering group that uh, Gus uh, uh, Gus Blondo uh, run uh, is part of, and they actually work together. So we've divided it up into essentially the simple stuff and the hard stuff. So we have basically frontline takes care of everything, and when it gets too hard, it goes over to our our team that's um, able to do uh, anything up to you know 224 gigabits per second, and can provide custom consulting. For customers, so hmm. that's that creates a lot of people. Then we have uh, a team of layout professionals that are signal integrity oriented layout people, which we have trained in our own practices and principles. We have um, we have a group that does software um, to write code for our an internal analysis tools and for our demonstrators. And we decided that we would make our entire um, demonstration, um, uh, the, all of our demonstrations that we give at DesignCon and other places, and our customer evaluation boards, those are all done by our uh, active system group, which uh, basically designs complete boards and systems. So very quickly, we've spun up these huge numbers of uh, of groups and people. We have a few people involved in, in coax and twinx development. Um, and I've probably forgotten about a dozen other people. And, and now we've brought in, we also have optical people that are part mm -hmm. of the group now and opt yeah. uh, electro-optical engineers. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we've got several uh, optical groups in, in Samtech. And we have a silicon design group now for designing um, basically on-device um, optical components, essentially. So Amazing. Uh, there's a huge, we kind of span the system to the connector signal integrity um, in, our, in our department. So that's why we have so many. And this GeekSpeak training is good for them, too, because as when new people come in, we can say, okay, go start looking at GeekSpeaks and learn everything that you can. And... There have been so many times when somebody would have a question and I would just say, hey, we have a geek speak on this. Why don't you go review that? And then if you have questions, come back. I see. So you're using it sort of bi-directionally, both as a support tool because of the, the width of your product line, but you're also using it sort of proactively, you know, to train up and sort of give back. I love that. You, your team, Scott, you know of whence you speak. <laughs> you guys are deep in the weeds, which I think uniquely qualifies you to really put out world-class education. So, Matt, you are closely, closely um, involved in all the educational stuff at, at Sam Tech. So, so you have the, the uh, and for our audience, I'm going to share the links to geek speak and everything we're talking about in the show notes. So don't worry about writing anything down. Don't crash your car. Don't stop Yay. on the treadmill because we'll have all that for you to check below. But Matt, what else do you have coming um, in regards to geek speak and um, tell our audience where else they can tap into resources that you have your hand on the pulse of. No, I, that's a great question, Judy. And, and, and I guess I would answer that by just, for 30 seconds or so, just talking about my journey. 
you know, when I okay. came to Sam, when I came to Samtech eight, seven and a half, eight years ago, whatever it's been, um, you know, I, I knew the basics of interconnect, but I didn't know anything uh, about high speed. And, you know, I kind of mm -hmm. joked, I, I, I really haven't been a practicing engineer for a good 18 to 20 years. Um, I've been playing on the, the other side of the, you know, the, the, the other side of the fence in sales and marketing for a number of reasons. But the reason I bring that up is, is that, you know, while, while listening to and working with Scott and Isvan and Gus and Rich Mellets and Steve Cruzwick and, and all these, you know, various uh, experienced professionals, I've learned to, to at least be somewhat conversant, semi-conversant, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. uh, just by osmosis. And, mm -hmm. you know, for me, getting a chance to co-host uh, Geek Speak and some of the other things that we work on with Scott and, then, and the other leaders we talked about, I feel like I got a front row seat to this world-class education mm. that uh, we've, we've put out, uh, that, that we continue to produce and, con and, and continue to put out, not only internally for our use, but also for our customers. Um, now it's hard for me to implement it because I don't work on, you know, these challenges right. on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm, I, I just kind of tend to talk about it a lot, um, which is fine by me. Cause I don't face any of these tough questions. I say, Hey Scott, uh, customer XYZ <laughs> needs help. Can you, that's literally, that's what I do. So Scott always helps. And, uh, you know, I talk about it and, and point people in the right direction to, to the really smart people, which makes my job easier by the way. But anyway, so, you know, to continue upon that, we've, we've really seen, you know, even though GeekSpeak has, has grown by itself, uh, one of the things that we face, and, and Scott even mentioned this, some of the questions that we get um, through our SI uh, FAST team, our frontline support team, uh, a lot of these questions are very, you know, entry-level entry SI 101 stuff. I so, see. Yeah. And it's not that we don't want to educate the industry, and it's not that we don't want to educate our customers because we feel that that's part of our mission. But at the same time, we don't have infinite resources. So right. we've, we've been kind of thinking, how can we efficient, more efficiently kind of answer those questions on a, a, on a larger scale? Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of things that we've been working on in addition to GeekSpeak to, to kind of, you know, work towards that goal. Okay. One of them we, t we talked about earlier this year. Um, we, uh, Samtech originally had come out with its SI, hand, SI 101 handbook, probably mm -hmm. in 2007, 2008 timeframe. And we realized it was an underutilized resource, but at the same time, it needed refreshed because obviously we've had a tremendous amount of innovation, not only for the interconnect industry, but just in high-speed design. You know, 15 years ago, we were looking at 10 gigabit. Now we're talking about 224. So there's just right. a bunch of nuance that you have to worry about. And, you know, Scott's mentioned some of that today and, 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 and how you optimize the channel. So we work with, our, you know, with a number of SI leaders to uh, uh, update, refresh, enhance the SI handbook. And uh, we, we released it uh, at DesignCon uh, 23 earlier this year, uh, mm -hmm. unofficially. Um, it's on the website. You can download it for free. It's not gated in, in, in any function. And, and the feedback that we've gotten on that, you know, directly and anecdotally has been nothing short of positive. Um, we were at, uh, at, a, at another trade show. I think it was OFC. And uh, there was a SI specialist from from one of our competitors. I won't I won't mention which one. Uh, and and he's a he's a very esteemed uh, SI engineer in his own right in the industry, akin to Scott and some of our specialists. And and he came up to me. He's like, man, this is one of the best SI pieces I've ever seen you guys make. Uh, my yeah. son's a, is a double E a double E major. I, I forget what school. Well, University of Illinois, I think, or something like that. Another big Big Ten school. And he's like, I'm giving this to him because he needs it for his for his classes. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. And I said, you know what? This is someone that knows his stuff, 
I mean, really, really well. Right. And uh, so to me, I thought that was, uh, I'd love to name the engineer, but I don't want to, I don't want to put him out here without asking for his permission because um, <laughs> everybody knows him. But I, to me, I thought that was the greatest compliment for the things that we continue to work on. So our, our SI handbook is, has been really popular. It's free for download. And, and, and we'll, as you mentioned in the show notes, you can see where to do that on our website. We're really using that S, that, that SI handbook as a, as a call to action for some of these SO1, uh, SI 101 Geek Speaks. So some of the Geek Speaks that we've already presented this year, some of the Geek Speaks that we're going to be presenting this summer, second half of 23, are go- literally going to answer questions from the SI handbook, but do a deeper mm. dive than the one or two pages that are in there. And Scott's oh, kind okay. of alluded, that, alluded to that a little bit. Not only is it mm-hmm. the topic, but what do we do with this from an application standpoint? Yeah. So, so that's coming. Um, something else that we're, that we're working on and we're hoping to launch by the end of Q2 is, you know, we've got GeekSpeak webinars that are hour long, plus or minus, that answer a topic really well. But mm-hmm. what happens if someone only has this much time to learn about yeah. a certain topic? So we're, we're getting ready to launch what we're calling our GeekSpeak video series. And it's, it's really designed to be a, you know, one to two minute video that we're going to post on our YouTube channel. We're going to build up an encyclopedia of, the, of these videos, and it's going to, it's going to answer one question. Some, it yeah. may be as basic as what is insertion loss, or something that's way more complex as what is calm. Right. And you know we want to use the, the the you know our experience experts like Scott and Rich and the other the other folks we've already mentioned to some of our uh, other engineers that are up and coming that have a concept. You know we're really going to span the breadth of our knowledge base uh, here at Samtech. So, so we're really looking forward to that. And uh, we really think that that's going to, that's going to resonate uh, with, with a lot of our audience. Uh, so, you know, when you look at these three, these three, these three main areas we're reaching out with geek speak, obviously is, is the flagship. Our right. SI handbook complements that. And it's a, 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 an on-demand resource that anyone can use. And then finally, mm-hmm. we're bringing up uh, our SI, excuse me, our geek speak video series, uh, which again is really going to be focused on, you know, short one minute, two minute bits uh, on how to answer a technical question. And then obviously we're going to make this all available to the industry through our email camp, our email and our social media and, and, and things like that. So we're really excited about it. Uh, Judy, uh, this is the, the, the geek speak video series is something that we've, we've been talking about for a long time and yeah. uh, we finally feel like the time is right to, to launch these efforts and uh, we're really excited to see, you know, hopefully we're confident, hopeful is probably a better word, that the reception for the video series will be just as strong as uh, the Geek Speak webinar series and our, SR, and, and our SI handbook. Well, I really appreciate you guys and Sam Tech. I mean, the depth of your bench, but that the way that you teach and train. Do you want people to buy your products? Yes as often and as much as possible, but you really do do this in a way that feels empowering to engineers and it couldn't right, come at right. a better time because there's just not a, enough good SI content out there so that you guys have stood up and invested in it. I really appreciate from sort of an altruistic way. You also may be saving yourself from some tech support calls you don't want to do, but <laughs> yes. And um, so, so Scott can watch more cat videos, but yeah. you know, That's right. uh, <laughs> uh, hey, Judy, on a side note, if anyone wants Scott's cell phone number, just, just contact me via LinkedIn and uh, you can contact him 24 <laughs> seven. I'm kidding, Scott. I'm not going to do that. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> we know you where you live, Scott McMorrow. <laughs> So, well, gentlemen, really, all all seriousness, thank you so much. I really do always 
always have appreciated the things that Samtech does to help engineers, which is why I wanted to to have you on and talk about what you what you've got coming and and to learn more about what's on the horizon. So um again for our listeners, I'm gonna load up the show notes with those three resources and make sure you come over and subscribe to the ecosystem as well, because I'm going to have some downloads for you there. So we want to keep equipping you to do your very best work. Gentlemen, thank you. Any last thoughts before I let you go? I know you're busy. No, but thank you, Judy. Uh, I appreciate the time and appreciate being able to talk to engineers like this in a, yeah. in a, a much simpler way than normal. <laughs> yeah. Judy, it's always a privilege to be here. Thank you for the time. Scott, it's always fun being with you. Appreciate it as well. Well, to our listeners, thanks so much for joining us today and, and learning, taking a page from the playbook of Scott McMorrow and Matt Burns. We'll see you next time. Make sure you go get the show notes. We'll see you next time. Until then, remember to always stay connected to the ecosystem. Mm-hmm.